Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Tellus, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. This episode is being recorded on January 25th, 2017. And the quote for this episode goes like this. I accept reality and dare not question it. Again, I accept reality and dare not question it. And that's by Walt Whitman. And here's my take or my, I won't say interpretation, but here's my take. So I was thinking, and I was thinking about this uh, a few days ago about how you always hear hear messages or hear affirmations about follow your dreams, follow your hopes. But the thing about it is a lot of people get stuck on that. I was stuck on that for a while. I was stuck on the the dream aspect or the the hoping and the, you know, being optimistic aspect. But what comes after that? Even bef- even before the action, you guys know I'm always talking about action. But what e- what what's the next step even after the dreams and the hopes? Well, I think the next step after that is the vision. Is being able to actually visualize the things that you're dreaming about. Like visual visualizing it to a point to where you can see yourself in that dream you ever had a dream so vivid you wake up you and you, it is like you don't you don't even know if it happened or not you're like did that happen or what was it a dream or even a few days later you're thinking about a story and, and you can't remember if that actually happened if someone told you or if it was a dream and and it, it causes like this weird confusion and especially when you start to get older, because <laughs> I know I've done that sometimes. I'm like, am I losing my brain cells to, to where I can't remember if I actually had a conversation with somebody? Was it a dream or did someone <laughs> did someone tell me that? I remember even when I was in the military, I, w- I remember having a dream about a bonus. <laughs> and I got up I'm like, did we get a bonus for some reason? Like, like some, because there was one point we, we had, um, this was, this was after, this was when I was working for a contractor where there was this company wide bonus we got based on, um, performance of really, it was performance of one division, but it affected the whole company. So, I mean, it wasn't huge, but it was a, it was a company bonus. And I remember, I remember dreaming we got a bonus and, and and wasn't sure that we got a bonus or not. And I checked my bank account, no bonus. And then probably three, four months later, we got a bonus. Now I'm not saying it was it was related, but even after that second time we got a bonus, I was like, Did this happen already? <laughs> you know, it was like deja vu. So back to my point. Um so so the next step after dream is being able to really, really visualize it. 
Now, I, I know uh, I've, you. a lot of you probably heard about vision boards or actually I heard, I heard another name for it. Prosperity board. Vision boards, prosperity board. And, and you know, those things can work. I'm, I'm not even saying they can't work. Those things can really, really work. And, and, and here's a tip, too. I think the best way to do those is an actual physical vision board, not like or, or a vision book, not Pinterest, not Instagram, none of those like an actual physical thing that you have to that you that you have to um, physically manage without. Well, with with some effort. Like, you know, don't don't try to make it like this easy thing. So even if you need that to visualize, like you have a dream, right? You, you're dreaming about something and then you wake up and you're like, um, OK, man, I need to find a way to to put this to where I'm all I can always think about it. Because a lot of times you have a dream and then it, it, get, it starts to get scattered. As soon as you wake up, it starts breaking up. And then you have to, like, add in some of the pieces. So. So um, a vision board can help you do that. A, a vision book, a prosperity board, whatever you want to create, can help you do that. Can help you put together the entire dream. But even after that, after the vision part, what comes after the vision part? You can't just leave it at, okay, I dream, I dreamt it. Now I'm gonna make it so I can visually see it. Even if you can't see it in your head, some sort of way, like I said, like a vision board, a prosperity book or something like that, to where you can get to a point to where you can actually see it happening. I, I think that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part because everyone has dreams. Even if they don't talk about it, no one wants to be average. No one wants to be below average. Everyone wants whatever they want to attain. Everybody, everyone wants that. So it's not like if you see somebody struggling, you see the uh, disenfranchised, you see poor people. That's that's not something they they dreamed up. People don't dream about being poor. People don't dream about not attaining their goals. That's not the stuff you dream about. The the fact is you don't visualize yourself having having those dreams. That's that's the thing. You don't visualize yourself having those dreams. It's not the fact that you're not dreaming. Everyone has dreams. Either, either, you know, dreaming while you're asleep, dreaming while you're awake. Everyone has dreams. Have whatever you want to call it. Everyone has aspirations of wanting more. Even if it's not the more that I want. It, it could be just more to the point of just wanting to be able to pay their bills without struggling or be able to pay their bills and have something left over to for entertainment. But no one wants to be lacking. No, no, no one wakes up wants to be without. But the, the thing is, I don't uh, uh, people can't visualize themselves having other things. And even after that, even if you can visualize, say you can visualize it, What's the next point after that? Even before the action. I mean, it's going to take action, but even before the action, I guess you can actually say this is coupled with the action, is making it 
real, making it a, re a reality for yourself. That's the next part. You dream it, you visualize it, and then you start creating it. You start making it a reality. You, you visualize it to a point to where, okay, now I just need to bridge the gap. I can see, I can see it. I just need to get there. And then you start taking steps to making it a reality. And I think sometimes that's the hardest part because that is what takes the action. So back to this quote, I accept reality and dare not question it. Yeah, if you're creating it. You don't question a reality if you created the reality. And that goes both ways. If you created a positive reality for yourself, you can't question it. You made it. If you created a negative reality for yourself, you can't question it because you made it. It can't it can't go one way. It can't be once I made it, the, the good things that happened, I created it. I made that happen. You can't have that. And then when something bad happens, when something don't go your way, you missed the mark on a goal. You can't say I didn't create that because you just told me you create your own reality. All the good stuff that happens, you created it. With, with, I mean, not just saying you alone with whatever people you surround yourself with to make to to help you uh, create that real, reality. Yeah, you don't question it. You don't question those things. So you can't question the things that don't go your way. You can't question that either. You just have to find a way to repair it, find a way to fix it, find a way to get you back on the path of that positive reality that you do that you do want to create. Just this saying, you guys probably heard me say it before that I used to say, well, I still say it. And it's that I uh, believe none of what you hear, half of what you see. And I'm going to add to that, believe 100 percent of what you create. That's really the only thing that you can't question. You can question almost anything else. You can you can you can quit things you hear on the radio. I don't care who's who's uh, broadcasting it, who's reporting it, it can be the most ethical person you think but you don't know where he got his story from you don't know uh you know you you hear some story about some 21 year old billionaire yeah you can you can take it for what it's worth gain inspiration from it but it's not your reality so you you can question it you can question it i mean not don't you know don't i'm not saying just automatically doubt it just because it's not you but you didn't create that reality, so you don't know. You really don't know. The only thing that you really, for, for without a doubt, can't question is the thing that you create. That's, that's it. That's really it. That's really all the only thing in life that you really can't question, that you can't have any doubt of, is the thing that you brought into existence, the thing that you created. That doesn't mean you have to accept it once it's like accepted as it is, like you can't change it. But once you create that one thing, that's it. It's, it's final. You can't question that one. If you want to improve on it, you know, especially if you create a, a negative reality, you can improve on it. But that one right there is it, done. It's, you, it's created it. Learn from it and then try to flip it around. So that's it on that. That's 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 my uh my little my little rant on that. Um so I'm doing the uh, 
just like on the last the last episode, I'm doing the dual camera thing again because I got some feedback. The light is a little low because it's snowing. I don't know if you guys can, if any one of these windows uh, you can see out of it. It's snowing. It's, it's white out. So that's why I opened the um, to get the, the roof to get some light, a little bit more light in. But I'm still I'm still searching for a, a portable recorder. I put some offers in. I put some bids in. Uh, they got declined. I still have one that's going to finish today, uh, sometime this evening. Then after that, I'm just going to either actually just one that the offer is on. If I don't get that offer, I'm just going to do. I'm just going to buy it now because it is a good deal. It's a. Um, this is on eBay. A Zoom H1, a Rode Mic Go. And a lavalier mic. I, I emailed him this morning to see what brand of lavalier mic it was, because he just said a lavalier mic. But um, and his buy it now was a hundred bucks. But he also had to make a make me an offer on it. So I made an offer <laughs> just to just to see. But even at a hundred bucks, yeah, that's I, I know that's a good price. I should just bought it up. But uh, even even if it get closer, like I think it's ten hours left. So, yeah, so even at a hundred bucks, a road mic go, which is which is the basic road mic. It's not the pro. It doesn't have any like adjustments on it. It's, it's a straight plug in, no adjustments. But the K3 has has uh, audio where you can you can uh, adjust the audio levels and stuff like that. But still, at at that that lot, you know the the, the Zoom H1, which you can probably get for about 70 bucks used and then the same thing with the uh, video mic go you can probably get it used i think i saw the cheapest one actually i saw one going for like 45 bucks but still that's still you know if i'm paying 100 bucks for two microphones in that portable recorder all in good good shape the guy had 100 percent rating that's still in in, in uh, free shipping yeah free shipping on that i think uh, maybe it was maybe it was a small shipping fee, but even still, that's that's you know. So if I go that way, because I I do, I, do, I was planning on buying the shotgun mic, but I was just going to get like a tiny video micro or something, because I'm all about the small form factor. Uh, so you know, for running, gunning, shooting, and that's something I plan to do this year. To um, I plan to document the the city of Colorado Springs. That's that's what I'm gearing up to do do some just going around shooting with my film camera video uh because i've been here for a long time and there's there's still sites right within the local area that i haven't seen so i plan to do that and that came about because we decided not to take we're not going to take our spring vacation this year um you know we, we're just going to stay around town so because we've been seeing it forever We've been saying that for a long time. So that's what I'm sort of gearing up to do, to, to do some stuff like that. Just for me being ex inspired by people on YouTube that's been doing things like that. So so if, if, if around noon he hadn't accepted my offer, I'm just going to buy it now, especially if he gets back to me with um, what, what brand of mic that is. And sometimes you have to do that too. That's another tip I have for... Anyone that's skeptical about buying things online, like I said, I've I've purchased, I've been buying online for for uh, for a long time, for like 
eBay year one. And out of all those years, I've been burnt once. And it wasn't even me. It was it was my wife using my account that got burnt. And it was something that we really didn't have any. We ended up getting our money back. But it was something with a divorce going on. And some lady bought some stuff my wife had on eBay. And after she, I guess she used her husband's credit card while they were going on a, in, while they were in the process of divorce. I guess she was just using his card to just buy up stuff. So he disputed that and, um, and got the charges back. So, but the thing about it is we had already shipped the, the stuff and I didn't even know this could happen. I didn't know once we shipped our product, I mean, we shipped it right out and, and, um, and then he came back with a dispute. And so we didn't even have to refund it. They just reversed the, the PayPal payment. And he got his money back. So we were like, well, wait a minute. We already shipped the product. So then we had to do a dispute and, and get our money back from PayPal, which was, and it took, it didn't, it wasn't like quick. It just took months. You know, this, this took, this took some time to do. It wasn't just like it just, it was just quick, but that was the only time that we've, uh, actually, I guess that's not even being burnt. So I guess we've never been burnt, but that was the only time we had to, uh, it, it was, you know, it took some time to resolve. I mean, we've had other stuff to where we've refunded things or half, half refunded things or, um, or we've gotten a refund for something. I think I mentioned on my on the podcast a camera that I bought, and the thing was the thing had like it had been dumped in the ocean. It was a Retina One A, a Kodak Retina One A, and I'm like, man, please come on. I mean, it had fungus in it. It was matter of fact, when he refunded, he was like, keep the camera. I'm like, why? Why would you do that anyway? Why? Why would you sell something you that you say work? And when I get it, it's not. Not only does it not work. It's not even serviceable, really. But he he was cool about it. He refunded it, the money. And in that case, I'm thinking it was it was more of a, I think it was like an antique shop or something like that. It wasn't like a direct person. It was more of like a company. And I guess whoever posted it didn't, you know, because sometimes people, are, they just get in stuff. And sometimes the people posting things are not experts on it. So... Somebody probably just posted it and didn't know what they were talking about. So anyway, but oh, so back to my tip. One of the tips I have is if you if if somebody has like a hundred percent rating, but they only have like thirty transactions under their belt, just send like a, a a random question about the product or something, just to see how quick they respond, man. Just to see how quick they respond. You know what I mean? And that that kind of gives a little bit more credibility. Or, or, you know, if you need to ask more than one question and just to see how they answer it. Um, because I found like usually if someone, I, I, I never bid on anyone with zero transaction. I, I'm never the first one to test out somebody like that. And if someone doesn't have a hundred percent rating, but they have like, you know, if it's like a store, like 30,000 transactions, and the lowest, the lowest I, I ever go is like 99.6. That's, that's the lowest rating I would go. I will purchase from 99.6. I don't go 98, 90. I don't, I don't purchase anybody from like anything under like 99.6. Why that number? I have no idea. 
But for some reason, when I see 99.6, I'm cool with that. And if they have a ton of transactions, like, you know, 30,000, 40,000. Even if they have if they have like a 99.6 and they have like a thousand transactions, I don't mess with them. Because I gauge on how it's really not hard to keep 100 percent rating. I've had and I, I, I've had, I have 100 percent rating on my eBay account. I have probably five or six hundred transactions. And the thing about it is. I guess the difference is and, and the reason why I'm, I'm able to give a little little more leniency on on people that have 30, you know, like if it's a store, because the more you you are out there, the more transaction you make, the more you're opening yourself up for a transaction that goes that something happens to. And uh, and I've and I've I've, you know, sometimes even even if it's like a 99.6 and then I go and look at the negative ratings, if it's something to where I can really tell that, man, it's just an unreasonable customer, I go with them. Because a lot of time you, you're going to see somebody order, like the description t- it tells exactly what it is, but somebody didn't read it correctly. And I know that from experience. I Like I said, I, I put my, um, my one of my shops on, I, I closed it pretty much because of one reviewer and I, and I, my wife wanted me to dispute it with Etsy, but I'm like, you know what? I don't have time for that because I went from a five star to one star with one negative review. And the negative review was BS because I have a hundred percent return policy. I'm like, how can you leave a bad review without even contacting me? You leave a one star. You, You didn't contact me at all. That, that's I have a hundred percent return policy, a hundred percent. So, you know, when I see people like that on other people's uh, review, like they say, uh, "Well, this is not the such and such," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's not. It says it right there in the description that it's not that." So you can't leave a bad review because you didn't read it correctly. Or if someone says, uh, "You see this a lot of times around holidays," I ordered it this time at this date. I didn't get it before Christmas. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't matter because it says right in the description, five to ten business days or something like that. It, you know, it, it tells you. And if you order it three days before Christmas, I don't care what shipping you, unless you pay three hundred bucks to get it, <clears throat> Super Express overnight or whatever the fastest shipping is. Even still, it's not guaranteed. None of that stuff is guaranteed. That's the thing. That's the other thing about. A lot of stuff you don't know until you actually doing business. Not, no shipping is guaranteed. If they don't get it there in time, you have to make a claim. Nothing, none of that stuff is guaranteed. They can say they can like have it there. Like if you ordered this morning, they can say, oh, we can have it there tonight. They can say that, but it's not guaranteed. So yeah, just 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 some some uh food for thought. When you when you buying stuff or if you hesitant, I know a lot of people are still nervous about buying stuff online. Oh, and the other thing, I don't know how this turned into a buying stuff online podcast, but another just some tips that I'm thinking of now is uh, in 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 because of something that happened to someone I know, her debit card stolen. Always use some form of secured payment when you buy stuff online. PayPal is the easy is the the easiest one or like your like one of your major credit cards. 
you know, that that has a good has good security features that if something happened, um, I've had my MasterCard get compromised probably four or five times. And they are on it every single time. Matter of fact, most times they know before I even know. I get a call and um I get a call from MasterCard, their their uh security hotline saying, Hey, are you in Beijing? Or are you in this state? I'm like, no. Well, we're going to see our new card. There was some fraudulent charges. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I look on there, and sure enough, there's some stuff on there. Or um, if they see to where I made, like, uh, two gas payments. Because one time they called me, and I actually did this. I filled up my car, went home, got my wife's car, took it up there, filled up with gas. And they called us like, Hey, did you just fill up your fill up your car like within use use your 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 uh, card at the gas tank within like three minutes of each other? I was like, yeah, that was me. And they were like, okay, we just wanted to make sure. So stuff like that. And then other things that I that I found on my card, like there was somebody that had purchased some um, went on some gaming site. And so what they do, they look through my history and see that I've never been on any gaming site. I, matter of fact, it was like Xbox Live or something like that. So they go through my account. Yeah, we saw you never purchase anything like that. I'm like, yeah. So they take it right off and send me a new car. Um, so you know, it's no, it's no big deal as long as you have a good car. You can't. I mean, if you got like some kind of <laughs> one of these like shady, shade tree, unsecured cars, then yeah, you may have problems. Um, so anyway, that's my. <laughs> I don't know how I got on that. Um, but anyway, so. Stay tuned, guys. I'm I'm really looking forward to sort of sort of improving the audio quality and and along with like some uh, just a whole lot of things I have planned coming up. Uh, yeah, so stay tuned to the podcast. Tell us at straighttalkuncut.com is where you guys can get me at. Traffic is slow, man. It's snowing. I, I'm I'm really getting used to Colorado weather. I, I should be right. I've been here long enough. I should be used to just, hey, it doesn't matter what time you leave. You, you, chance, especially in like this time of year when it's snowing and stuff, because you can't control the weather. You can't control how other people drive. Whatever. It's better safe than, better safe than on time, I guess, right? Better safe than, better safe and alive than on time and dead. It, no, better safe better get there late and safe than speeding and not make you guys know what i'm talking about tell us at straight talk uh, uh tv straight talk uncut.com is the youtube channel <laughs> i'm rambling now yeah tv straight talk uncut.com is the youtube channel go there check it out uh if you listen to the podcast check out the youtube you listen to the youtube you see me on youtube check out the podcast I guess I should start saying this part earlier on the for the YouTube channel because I usually cut the YouTube channel. Anyway, send me questions, guys. If you got any, send me comments, whatever, through email. Like I always say, I don't know a lot, but what I do know, I talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.